Welcome into High School Basketball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. A little post-Thanksgiving Friday afternoon basketball at Orion High School. It's the 10-32 and 32 Orion Tip-Off Classic. Folks, we got a good one today. The only two undefeated teams left in the tournament so far. Granted, they only played a couple games, but they are the only undefeated teams. Your Mama throws the Titans and the Fulton Steamers. Uh, should be a fantastic ball game. The, uh, the winner holds the destiny, holds their destiny in their own hands as far as winning this tournament. Uh, they changed things up. I got a little note today at the uh, broadcast table when I got here. Uh, we've been promoting that the winner of this one will play in the championship game tomorrow night at 7.30. They have switched things up. There's not going to be an actual championship game. Monmouth Roseville will play tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 against Mercer County, the Golden Eagles, and then they're just going to go by best record for the whole tournament. So the winner of this one still holds their destiny in their own hands as uh, Fulton will play Orange tomorrow night. At 7:30, Monmouth Roseville against Mercer County at 4:30. So it's still a big one today. I mean, actually, it is kind of the big one today. I'm Sean Tupple, alongside Jack Thompson. How you doing, Jack? Good. It's good to be here at Oregon High School for a really good game on uh, Friday after Thanksgiving, which means basketball is back in full swing, and that's always a good thing. It's been so good this week to see fans in the stands, and we're back to tournament play. Of course, you, a senior last year with Monmouth Roseville, didn't get a chance to play in any tournaments. And uh, it's good to see this back, huh? Yeah, it's just such a nice feel whenever you come into a tournament atmosphere. And, you know, especially for Monmouth Roseville to start their year in a tournament like this. And you're already playing in, you know, kind of a big game early on in the season against a really quality Fulton Steamers team. Yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to come here and play quality opponents. Of course, you played for uh, head coach Chuck Grant for uh, your entire four years of high school. So you know when he went to a tournament or a shootout, he's like, give me the best. Right, the best. Right, and that's what you want, especially early on in the year. You want to get the best, and you also want to win the tournament. Um, but this, this is a good test for Monmouth Roseville to see where you are, because that's part of the tournaments, especially at Thanksgiving, is seeing where you are and what you need to do to get better uh, for later on in the year. Monmouth Roseville, probably as much height as we've had depth-wise from, from time, any time I can remember. I mean, we've had your occasional, you know, big man. In the in the uh, in the middle of the lane, but as far as depth goes, this is a very tall Monmouth Roseville squad, and you've seen it kind of come up through because it just graduated last year. Yeah, knowing a lot of these guys, it's depth and it's athleticism that's legitimate depth and athleticism and good length, um, and, and a lot of quality players for Monmouth Roseville. And like you said, I mean, compared to my teams, I mean, it was like five eight, five nine, all, almost it felt like across the board, and it's nice to see a couple of. Six foot, six foot one guys, and we're going to be thrown out there instead. They've been rebounding the ball very well. Speaking of those big guys, Ben Anderson averaging eleven and a half points, eight and a half rebounds. Logan Bratcher, uh, Ben going in at six five, six three, fellow senior Logan Bratcher at seven and a half points, six and a half rebounds. Those look really good. They've been having a little bit of trouble. I mean, they've got a, t- a ton of those rebounds I just mentioned are on the offensive glass. They're having some problems putting the ball, the tip, the little putbacks. Uh, and I think that's going to get better as, as the season goes along because it's been it's been tough this week. Yeah, and that's something that you just got to build going um, in live action, and it's just taking the ball up strong, getting your eyes on the rim, and having a nice soft touch feel off the glass. But that's something that Ben and Logan will be able to get better at throughout the year. And for Monmouth Roseville, it, it should just be a strength of your ball club is the rebounding and especially offensive rebound get second possession. This is the Kellogg Printing pregame show in the public square in Monmouth since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Jack and I broadcasting from the Victorious Furniture broadcast booth. And this game brought to you by the Greater Warren County United Way. All funds donated to the local United Way go directly to agencies and programs created for Warren County 
communities. Also, looking at the bench, this is also we talked about the depth at the post position. This is a deep ball club, man. And I know, and I know uh, uh, Chuck Grant, the former head coach, he's spent many years going deep. He said, "I, I got a team. I'm going to use them." Man, this is a really deep nine, ten deep ball club. Not not just I can throw them on the floor. Nine, ten quality guys. Yeah, and that's that's such a nice luxury to have is have fresh bodies coming in and off the bench for Coach Sotos. And you know, it should be something that we should take advantage of every game. You know, I mean. I know I watched the first two games, and the fact that you have Jerome Jackson coming off the bench, not a few ball clubs are going to be able to have a guy like him coming off the bench, so that's a nice thing to have for Mama Throwsville. You uh, took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly where I was going. Uh, Jerome Jackson has provided that athletic spark off the bench this, this week, and I expect that to continue. Yeah, it, Jerome is a really good athlete, and he's a good player, and he should be someone that will be a good slasher for Mama Throwsville, be able to get to the rim and not just create his own shot, but get others' looks as well. We'll come back with our pregame coaches interview. I got a chance to talk to head coach of the Mama Throwsville Titans, Jake Sotos. We'll be back with that Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mama Throwsville Titans post Thanksgiving basketball here on Sunday 97.7. We'll be back. Welcome back to the WMI pregame show. Joining me here on the pregame show for our Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC head coach of the Mama Throwsville Titans, Mr. Jake Sotos. Coach, how are you doing today? Good, good. Got the guys up today and got them uh, in the gym and get some shots up and ran some stairs to get the turkey run off a little bit. And uh, Yeah, going to get ready to roll here in a few minutes. Did you get the turkey roll uh, ran off yourself? Because I know I did not. <laughs> I did not. No, I, I watched them, though. I watched them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 2-0 so far this week. This year, assess your team's play so far. Yeah, I mean, we've been, um, first game, it's kind of a, a learning experience and uh, just kind of see what we have. And then second game, we've put some things together and played pretty well. Um, uh, and, yeah, it's a improvement onto that on the second game, which helps a lot. Um, and just kind of finding our rhythm and uh, how we want to go about things the rest of the season. You get a pretty good post play. Getting good guard play as well. I mean, yeah, they've played well this week. But, man, the posts have really done a good job rebounding and scoring the ball. They have. Um, that first game, they got into some foul trouble. I think they were a little too physical. But that second game, they uh, they kind of learned from it. And I think they ended up with over 20 points and over 18 or 19 rebounds together between Ben and Logan. So, can't ask for much more than that. I'm um, hoping they can have another good game like that today. And speaking of guards, they took care of the basketball. I know that was a priority going into uh, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, took care of the basketball a lot better. Yeah, yeah, we cut the turnovers in half, which is what my challenge was to them. And then tonight, you know, they, uh, we've seen Fulton a couple times, and they, they pressed um, from the film that we've seen. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can do the same thing, keep turnovers to a minimum, and uh, uh, go from there. Yeah, what kind of problems does uh, Fulton present? Yeah, they're long, lanky, uh, quick. They got a couple guys that can shoot it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like looking in a mirror, to be honest. Um, but they just kind of remind me of us. And uh, so I think it's going to be a good battle um, between us and them. And, uh, yeah, man, best team win. Um, this whole early season tournament thing is about getting uh, what they call getting your starting to get your rotations in order a little bit. For the fans that don't really know what that is, kind of break that down for them a little bit. Yeah, basically we're just um, – Obviously, everyone busts their butt in practice, um, and, and, you, and you give those guys a shot at the beginning of the season, kind of see what they have. Because to be honest, we have last season was they played eleven games, so you really couldn't get much from it. So just getting them in early, uh, getting their confidence up this um, early in the season, and kind of I mean I think we played eleven or twelve guys, you know, consistently the other night, and uh, we even got a couple more off the bench in there. So that was nice, but um, just yeah, getting them acclimated with everything and the offense and playing together again and 
because, um, yeah, they had a lot of time off. We didn't do a whole lot this summer, so uh, just getting them back and working together and playing as a team. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the people really realize that certain combinations work well with certain combinations. Oh, yeah, and that's what's fun about this, especially with the group that we have, is we have so many different combinations. It's, it's kind of fun to just kind of experiment and see who, who works well with what. And, uh, uh, I mean, and we'll be able to experiment all season long and see uh, who's playing well. And if someone's not, we take them out, and we should have another guy fill in. And um, So it's nice. Yeah, coaches get to go into the lab, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Get to go <laughs> talk to each other and figure out some, uh, some experiments. <laughs> All right, so what are you looking at at your roll club tonight, then? Um, pretty much a hot start. Come out again, um, playing well. Um, limit the turnovers on that press that they might bring at us. Um, get the ball inside, let the big do their thing, and then uh, hopefully hit a few more shots um, with our guard plays tonight. Um, we, we haven't shot it well the last two games. So it would be good to see some shots go down. All right, Coach, good luck. We'll talk to you afterwards. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Head Coach of the Mama Throws, little Titans, Jake Soto's here on the pregame show. We'll be back. Welcome back to Orion High School as we start to bring our Kellogg Printing pregame show to a close. Kellogg Printing has been on the public square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. I'm Sean Temple, alongside Jack Thompson today, broadcasting from the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth. That brings us to our highly anticipated Keys to the game, brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. This is what everybody tune, turns into the, tunes into the pregame show for my color analyst, Keys to the Game. What do you got, Jack? Right. I think for Mammoth Roseville, control the tempo, but can also control the glass. Rebound the ball well, and then when our guards get shot, let's knock them down from the perimeter and open things up on the inside for both Ben and Logan. It is, it is so odd having a Monmouth Roseville team that likes to maybe slow the tempo down a little bit. We've always been, and, and I know Coach Soto wants to get up and down the floor at the right times, but in the past we've just been trying to get up and down the floor. We've got, we got, we got a good set of post players. We can play in the half court. Yeah, no, and, this, and that, could, that is going to be the identity of the team, is, is being a team that's probably going to play more in the half court and be just a physical team that likes to get the ball inside and play off of Ben and Logan down there. Your Monmouth Area McDonald's starting lineups, courtesy of your Monmouth Area McDonald's. Of course, for the Fulton Steamers, they'll start Baylor Damhoff. What a great week this young man has had. The six foot six sophomore averaging 21 points a game. Brock Mason, a six foot senior, averaging four and a half. Patrick Lower, a six foot three senior, averaging four points a ball game. Ethan Price, a junior, averaging eight points. And Ian Wybenga, a senior, averaging five and a half points. As well. Four Mammoth Roseville. This is the starting lineup that they've had uh, all week so far. Caleb Copeland, a six foot senior, six and a half points, three and a half rebounds. Connor Thompson, a five eleven senior, averaging six and a half points and three rebounds. I expect Connor Thompson to start shooting the ball a little better here as this goes along. He's a shooter. Yeah, he is. And he's, that's going to be a huge key for Mammoth Roseville. If they want to have success, he's got to make shots. And, and that'll come just getting him back into the rhythm of the game, the speed of the game, and honestly, just getting your legs into basketball shape. That'll come for Connor. Yeah, you, you've already said they only, have, they only played 11 games in the spring. That's it. That's way less than half of the regular season. Right. And, and you know, Connor and Charlie, they, they played a lot of basketball. Ben played a lot of varsity basketball. So, you know, they're, they're, we're going to make shots. It's just a matter of time. But it's about taking quality shots um, for the guards especially and also for Ben down here, knowing when they go up with it and when they get it out to get open threes. Charlie Fletcher, a six foot senior, averaging five and a half points, three rebounds a game. Logan Bratcher, six foot three senior, seven and a half and six and a half. And Ben Anderson, six foot five senior, eleven and a half points a game, eight and a half points rebound and leading rebounder and tight 
for the uh, team lead scoring per game with Jerome Jackson. We'll see him off the bench shortly, probably after the tip. Yeah, he's he's a really good sixth man, and, and you know I I couldn't say this the fact, but he's probably the best sixth man in the area um, so far in this season. Your pregame coaches or pregame national anthem brought to you by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state insurance agency. Stanton Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. Ben Anderson loses his first tip of the season. He's two and one off the tip. It'd be Fulton basketball first. We're underway here. Day number four of this four in ten and thirty-two chip off plastic. Both teams at two and zero. They hold their destiny in their own hands. The tournament has been switched up a little bit, so it's just going by flat out best record by the end of the tournament. So these are the last two undefeated teams. Three ball only short by Dam Hoff. Tipped around out to Caleb Copeland on the run. No numbers. He'll pull it up. Good decision. Yeah, that was a really good decision there by Caleb Copeland. No need to force anything necessarily in the ball game. They dump it down into Logan Bratcher. He's up and scores off a nice entry pass from Caleb Copeland. That was a really good job by Logan Bratcher. Stealing his defender, then a good catch, and just went right up with it. Did not put it down. On the offensive end, Fulton misses their shot. Tipped around on the floor. Picked up by Ben Anderson. Loses it to bounds. It is going to be, it's going to stay with the Steelers. I thought Brock Mason might have tapped it out, but nonetheless, Fulton will keep it. 2 nothing. 7 6 to go, first period. They lob it into Damhoff off the inbound. Ooh, good hands by Charlie Fletcher. Knocks it away from Damhoff, but GNY Benga picks up the loose ball, and Fulton will get into their offense. Titans in the man-to-man to start this ball game off. So far early in the game, Sean, Mamas Roosevelt's been very good on the airtime of closing out the shooters. It's right there. A little mix-up on defense in the lane there. Leads to a just a complete open layup for Ethan Price, and they pick up full court. Yeah. And nearly throwing it away in the backcourt to Charlie Fletcher. Picking up a loose ball, so he gets through and fouled. Uh, no, timeout taken yeah. by. Good timeout by Coach Soto. Yeah. Really get close to the 10-second backcourt. Yeah, that was a really good timeout. I was about to say, Caleb Copeland needs to flash to the middle of the floor and go get the basketball from uh, Charlie Fletcher, who was trapped over there in the corner. 2-2, first timeout taken. It's by Mama Roseville. It's timeouts at all timeouts. Sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. Looking for an electrician contractor to shoot some stuff. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. Back to a bucket by Logan Bratcher and Ethan Price for Fulton. Have us tied up here. Your officials tonight. Sponsored by Kehoe I, Karen, Mama, and Galesburg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe I Care. Titans will inbound under their own hoop. And tipped out of bounds by Fulton. Having some issues here with the uh, press here, at least early on. They did a really nice job of breaking um, Ridgewood's press on Tuesday night. Yeah, Fulton, the, the long and athletic team, the Fulton teamers are. But we just need to get the ball to the middle and then attack. Perfect. Like you just said, tipped out of bounds by Fulton. That's exactly what they did. They got the Logan Bratcher at midcourt. He turned and looked like they had a, maybe a three-on-two, maybe a two-on-one after that. Yeah, that was a good look there by Logan. It was looking diagonal. That's what you got to do. Get the ball in the middle, then look diagonal. And still having some problems getting it in. And on the five-second call, it will go to Fulton. Boy, pressure defense here by the Steelers. This is the first good length that we've seen all week. Yeah, Fulton's a really good size team, and it's an athletic team, and they're going to get in the passing lanes and get in you. So we got to be strong with the ball today. Connor Thompson tips the ball away from Brock Mason, but Fulton recovers the loose ball. Right wing is Price. He goes at the free-throw line to Patrick Lower. He looks, turns in the lane. Good help defense by Ben Anderson. Yeah, that was a good job there by Ben coming over and getting help. And now we got a hold call on Charlie Fletcher out on the right wing on Damhoff. It's Fletcher tasked with guarding the Dan 
the uh, uh, sophomore Baylor Dam off averaging 21 points a game. Yeah, and I like that matchup there, Charlie. Probably a little stronger than the sophomore Damoff, but Damoff has a lot more length. They lob it into Damoff. He takes it up and scores right off the inbound on the side. Yeah, that was a good set there ran by Fulton. Not much you can do there for Charlie Fletcher other than the wall up. And now the Titans facing that 1-2-2 trapping full-court defense, and they throw it away. Stolen away by Patrick Lower. 4-2 Fulton. Lower goes all the way to the cup. This is it. Backside rebound by Ben Anderson. Finally, they get to bring it up the floor with Fulton dropping back. All right, now I'm getting, getting to your half-court offense here if your mama throws one run against that. Got to be strong with the ball, though, against Fulton. Yeah, uh, I know Caleb Copeland will take a long three-point jumper. No good. Ben Anderson on the offensive rebound. Loses the handle. Back to Bratcher, and he's fouled. He's going to the free-throw line. That's a good job there by Logan Bratcher. Staying with the ball and going after it with two hands, and he's going to get rewarded. Foul is going to go on Ian Whitebangham. That's his first personal foul. R.J. Coffey, the head coach with the Fulton Seamers in his ninth season. He's had some success. 145, he's coming up on 150 wins, 145 and 92 for, for Coach Coffey. Yeah, and early on, just by watching Fulton this year, bro, they're going to have a very good ball club again this year. Um, at Fulton. Jake Sotos in his first season, 2-0, right now tied for the winningest coach in IHSA mm-hmm. high school boys basketball history. I always bring that up to me. 1,000 winning percentage. <laughs> Makes one out of two. Free throws this year sponsored by Mama Farm and Home Realty. Looking to put your home on the market? List it and get it sold with Mama Farm and Home Realty. Long missed right wing jumper by Fulton. Rebounded by Logan Bratcher. In the lane is Connor Thompson. Gets all the way to the hole. Layup no good. Tip up no good by Anderson. And now here comes Fulton on the run out. Lower gets fouled by Logan Bratcher. That was a good take though by Connor Thompson. I like that. Getting to the lane. Nice little hesitation dribble, just unable to finish, and then we get leaked out on the other end. Patrick Lower only shot two free throws so far this week in their two wins. First free throw is up and misses the first one. So still 4-2, or 4-3, excuse me, 4-3, Fulton Lady Mama Roseville. Fulton coming off wins over Sherrard, 49-30, and Harry Prophets down, 59-42. That's a nice win over EP. They're going to be pretty solid. Yeah, EP... A lot of the football players on the basketball team, for them, they'll have a good club. Both free throws missed by Lower. So the Titans chance to take a lead. Copeland, three ball on the way. In and out, no good. Rebound, right back down to Charlie Fletcher. Misses it. Ben Anderson with the board. He fouled and makes the shot. He'll go to the free throw line for the three-point play. That was a really good job initially by Ben of feeling the double team, getting it out, and I like that three. Those are going to be shots that we need to take. And then Ben also just fighting on the board, being strong. And, and this is going to be a game where you have to keep this. But when you go get the rebound, you've got to go get it off the rim. He completes the three-point play. Ben Anderson gives the Titans a 6-4 to four lead with the old-fashioned three-point play. That last foul went on Brock Mason. He has one. Waibanga has one for four. Two team fouls apiece. Four and a half minutes left in this first period. 6-4. Titans leading the Steamers. Top of the key, Ethan Price. Spin dribble. In the ballgame is Ashton Toll for Mama Throws. Also, C.J. Johnson checking in. A couple new players here for the Titans. Looks like starters still on the floor for the Steamers. Pull up baseline jumper long by Ethan Price. Ben Anderson pulls down the board, gets it to Thompson. Over the timeline. Splits the defense at the top of the key. Fake of a three by Caleb Copeland from the right wing. This is the Thompson. He'll take a long three. NBA three is good by Caleb Copeland. 
And the three. That was a really good shot there. Connor Thompson, they're Fulton, but they weren't getting in him. And that's a shot that he can take and make, and he did it. And he did it. And Thompson gets the steal in the, in the front court, passes it to Ben Anderson. Layup is good. Anderson was absolutely hammered. After the play, no call, but a timeout taken by the Fulton Steamers. Yes, it was. What a sequence by Connor Thompson getting the three-pointer on one end, going back on defense, getting a steal, and then getting it to the big man Ben Anderson, rewarding him for running the floor. A great sequence for the Monmouth Roseville Titans. That third ball sponsored by Dane Fine Coffee and Monmouth and McComb. Get a latte, energy drink, and more at Dane Fine Coffee. That was a Dane Fine three-pointer. Timeout taken by head coach R.J. Coffee. It's the third timeout. Oh, we get the mask break. Excuse me, mask break. So it's a mask out. Still sponsored by Timmons Electric. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. 11-4, Ronald Roseville leading four. Welcome back to Orion High School. Hope you folks are getting jiggy with it after a long day of eating some Thanksgiving food. You get jiggy with it. Might help uh, get a little bit of that extra turkey off. How'd you Thanksgiving go, Jack? It was great. Great food. Family. Little basketball. Little football. Thanksgiving's always a good day. It's a good week. Thanksgiving week is really nice. I uh, I know, uh, you know, as a kid, Christmas was always the deal, man. You get presents, you get, you get good stuff, but go to that gift. Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite holiday because it's an eating holiday. Right. I mean, you can eat as much as you want, and it's, it's encouraged. It's encouraged to keep getting more. I've been eating guilt-free for a while now, so we're good. 11-4, Fulton trailing the Mama Throwsville Titans with the basketball following the mass timeout, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. The teams at the midpoint of every quarter will go back to their respective benches and get a chance to get the mask off. Get some fresh air in the lungs, and they turn it over again. I have to time out. That, uh, we talked during the break that Coach Coffey was kind of getting into his ball club there during the timeout. That's not going to help things. No, and that's not going to please Coach Soto either with the timeout with the turnover from Monmouth Roseville. Right back to the Fulton Steamers driving his damn off. Good help defense by Ben Anderson. Ooh, they're going to say Ben got a piece of damn off. Could have been, could have been a jump ball there. Yeah, I thought he tied him up there. Honestly, there, I'm, if I'm Ben Anderson, I just want him to wall up. Just, just put your hands up and be vertical and make him make it over the top of you. Yeah, you didn't have to get real handsy at that point right there for sure. No. And now 11-4, and looks like Titans are they in the zone? Yeah, they switched yeah. the zone, or they just sack it off on the backside. There, oh, that's kind of an extended zone here. Yeah, it almost looks like a two-three almost. Uh, ben, the uh, middleman on the back row, is really up, uh, kind of hanging out near the free throw line. And long shot missed by Fulton. Rebounded by the Steamers. Back out to Dan Hall. Three on the way. Yeah, he got that one. Yeah, and, and some of the best times to get three-point shots are off of offensive rebounds. We got sucked in too far, and another turnover for Mama Roseville. Yeah, that three-pointer allowed the uh, Steamers to set up in that full-court press, which has given the Titans a lot of issues here, about five and a half minutes. The- yeah, and one thing I've noticed is our guards are almost running away from the ball. I guess the zone press, like Fulton's throwing at us, we got to run to the ball and flash guys at it, especially to the middle. Lobbit from the all the way to the side, hit a damn off under the lane again, but C.J. Johnson did a pretty good job defending that. Three ball, no good, maybe a long two. Good strip by C.J., good hands are Caleb Copeland. Good hands by Caleb, but good play for bounces off his leg. I like I like the hustle. Yeah, that was a good dig there by Caleb Copeland. Ben Anderson here. He's another offensive rebound that Ben gave up. And You know, if you're Coach Sotos, this is a game especially where you'd love to see Ben really control the class because it's going to be a lot easier to get the ball across off the back floor, not other than that. Free throw line jumper, no good by Jacob Jones. Here comes the Titans on the run. Down to Charlie Fletcher, up off the glass, no good. Trying to go up against Joey Heisinga, who's checked in 
for the Steelers. And that was a good take there, just unable to convert. Another three ball on the way is good by Damhoff. That's back to back threes, back to back. Dame Fine Coffee three pointer for the Steamers, and they're within one, 11 10. Yeah, a little run there by Fulton. I think it gets Damhoff here, Sean. When he catches the ball, you've got to get in him and you've got to make him a driver. You can't let him get stand still in rhythm threes. Jerome Jackson to the rim. Got a bump on the floor. Nice nice uh, drawing of the contact by Jerome. I thought he was real close to a three-point play there. Yeah, that was an excellent take to by Jerome. He went right at the body, went through him, and got the contact. And I, I was in agreement with you. I thought that could have been a and-one three-point play. Jackson on the floor now for Ronald Rosal, averaging 11.5 points. Tied with Ben Anderson for the tops here, two games in. Off the inbound to Ashton Tolls. Top of the sheet is Jerome Jackson. Titans will get in their offense. They lead by one, 11-10 with a minute 38 to go first quarter. Both teams 2-0. Both teams hold their destiny in their own hands for tournament championship and a turnover by Mama Roosevelt. Yeah, that's just not a good pass. It's not a good angle to try to fire one from the left wing, the right block there from C.J. C.J. Johnson tried to shoot the post. Didn't even get close to getting into the paint. And another turnover here by Fulton. Both teams trading turnovers. I'm not sure. I think for the Titans, it's been pretty sloppy as far as their turnovers go, but uh, for Fulton, that's been pretty solid defense for Monmouth Rosa, forcing those turnovers. Yeah, and both both these teams are good defensive ball clubs, and, and today's going to be a game where you got to be strong with the ball. And no, no lazy, soft passes just like that, and that's Jerome Jackson leading to another turnover. Trying to get a give and go as Anderson set a screen for Jackson and then uh, rolled to the hoop, and Jackson's pass went far over the head of Anderson. So the Steamers have a chance to take the lead here with 108 to go. Yeah, I like the idea of it to get it into Ben, but that could be off a couple of ball reversals and let him steal his guy before we get in. There's no need to force it there, just off of one ball screen. Driving baseline, and layup is no good by Ethan Price. I thought maybe he was going to go up and dunk it. Got a jump ball on the rebound, it will go to Mama Roosevelt. Boy, I thought Price was up there high enough. I thought that was, we were going to see a baseline jam. Yeah, I thought I think he tried to. He just didn't, was unable to get it down there. Mama Roosevelt, some confusion there. Um picking up the ball on Price, and there was no one on rim, and we almost gave up a layup because of it. Yeah, we got, finally got uh, straightened out whose ball it was out of bounds. They're going to give it to Monmouth Roseville. No pressure here by by uh, Fulton's backcourt with 60 seconds to go. And now they're going to get Jerome Jackson turning the ball over in the backcourt. Just uh, uncontested, unforced, another unforced error. Yeah, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the call there, but, if, you know, I mean, Still, it's a silly turnover to just turn it over, especially there was no pressure at all from right. Fulton, and he's just walking the ball up. That's the issue I have. It, by the book, probably got his hand under the basketball, but when there's no pressure, put that goal of it. If you're if you're using that to your advantage with pressure, I understand. Yeah, I mean, and you're, I mean, and you every, can call that almost every time down yeah, the floor. Yeah, I mean, everyone that's going to dribble the ball is going to palm the ball and, and technically carry the ball, and that's just a silly call, I think, there. Ooh, nearly a spin on the backcourt by Connor Thompson. It's going to go out of bounds, and he is bumped by Drew Dykstra as Connor Thompson ends up three or four rows up in the bleachers. Good hands there by Connor getting in him. 32 and a half seconds on the clock here in the first quarter. 11-10, Mama throws over, but they haven't scored for a while. It would be a good time to get a stop to end the quarter for Monmouth Roseville. Mason working on Jackson on the top of the key to Price. Price works on Ashton Toll, dribbles to the right wing. Splitting the, uh, kind of coming to a double screen is White Banga. Gets yeah. the top of the key down to 14. 
And now here comes Brock Mason to come get the basketball at midcourt. They're getting their offense with seven. Boy, this is getting into a late. Down to five. Mason, back to top of the key to lower. Throws it up at the buzzer. No good. Good defense by Monmouth Rose. That was really good defense there, especially against the ball screen. Charlie Fletcher came out and hedged really hard and forced Brock Mason to really retreat with his dribble. An excellent defensive possession by Monmouth Rose. Monmouth Rose will take an 11-10 lead into the second quarter here from the Orion 10 and 32 tip off classic from Orion High School on Sunday 97.7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Orion High School, we get set for quarter number two. This is the first game of a four-game day at the Orion 10-32 and 32 tip-off boys basketball classic. The tournament was renamed back in 2014 in honor of uh, Danny DeBaker and also Andy Adams, which were uh, former Orion Chargers from back in their last Elite Eight club back in 2011. Uh, those two uh, young men's lives were taken tragically in a car accident involving a drunk driver. And uh, they've renamed the tournament. Kind of neat. Yeah, very, very neat. And a very cool gesture to honor those two guys. My oldest son played against both of those young men in high school throughout his, well, actually throughout his high school career. And, and those were two very good players and two outstanding young men. Yeah, I mean, an Elite Eight speaks for itself. That's a special run and a part of something special in Orion High School. And the shot by Dan Hoff is no good. And he absolutely buys the uh, James Harden call at the top of the key, he'll get three free throws. Yeah. Wow. And this is one thing that I have an issue with that call. Is Danoff, his legs went into the space that Chandler occupies as a defender. As a defender, you can jump up and you have your lane. And Danoff went into Chandler's lane. Chandler didn't come into him. I think that's a really bad call and a complete bailout there. The NBA is trying to take that call out and actually doing a pretty good job of it so far in this NBA season. It needs to go down and trickle down into the other level yeah, as well. It, it, so it, they've it, seen Harden now for years do it. Right, and it's, been, it, it's getting better at the college ranks, but it's just something that we don't need in our game, something that we don't need at all. Not a shooting foul. They're going to say it was well after, and at least I agree with that. It was well after uh, Damhoff that got the shot off. So no three, no three free throws for Balin. Titans are uh, Fulton on offense. He's in the lane to Patrick Lowe, and he's going to be fouled by a Titan as well. Yeah, against a side ball screen like that, Ashton Smalls, since he's going to be one pass away, he's got to come over and he's got to tag the roller there to eliminate that and then get back to his guy. There's no reason to be hugging his guy. Go tag and then go back out. Five team fouls on Monmouth Roseville. Three on the Fulton Steamers. Five, uh, five different players with a foul, so nobody's in any kind of foul trouble. Actually, we got eight fouls by eight different guys today, so fouls are not playing a part here early in this ballgame anyway. 6.52 to go. Fulton basketball, three-pointer, way off by, by Patrick Lowell, rebounded by the Titans. Here comes Caleb Copeland, gets it down to Chandler. Speed Bratcher on the post, swings it out to Connor Thompson. Jab step three on the way. In and out, no good. Rebounded by Brock Mason. That was a good look there by Logan. I would like to see Connor just catch and shoot. Get it up there right away. Lower from the right wing, and he's going to be fouled on the drive. Anyway, tightly cold ball game here in this one so far. Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that call at all. When you had one hand on the ball handle, you didn't even have two. And that's, I, don't, I just don't agree with that call at all, especially in a physical ball game like this been early on. It's going to go against Connor Thompson. That's the ninth man. Nice different player to catch a foul. But now Fulton is in the bonus. They'll be shooting at least one-on-one from here on out with over six minutes to go. Top of the key three. Missed by Ethan Price. Rebounded by the Fulton Steamers. And the Titans pick it off in the middle of the lane. And they throw it away on the drive. 
Yeah, there, Connor Thompson. He's just got to know better and experience player like him. He's got to slow down, realize you don't have anything, and get into the half-court set, not give the ball right back to Colt. Yeah, the problem was I don't think the Titans had numbers anyway. No. Trying to force the break there. Not, not at all. Colton basketball still trying to take a lead. Been a long time since the Titans have scored. Been a while since anybody else has scored until now. A three ball by Ethan Price gives this team the lead, 13. And that three ball sponsored by Dane Fine Coffee and Monmouth and McComb. Get a lot of energy drinking more. Dane Fine Coffee and another turnover against the Colt for pressure on Monmouth Roosevelt. Yeah, there. Caleb Copeland and Connor Thomas, they got to go to the ball. And, and even Derek Chandler running away from the ball. You cannot run away from the ball. You got to flash to the ball. Make yourself available there for Logan Bratcher. 13-11, Colton with the basketball. Five and a half minutes left here in the second period. In both teams at 2 0 in this tournament, the, the re- last two remaining undefeated teams so far this week. Driving baseline was Dan off, cut off by Gary Chandler. Derek gives up a ton of height, gives up about eight inches of damn off, but he's right up in his grill and he catches it on the way. Yeah, and, and he's going to good job of making him a driver, and that's going to be a huge key today. Deep three, short by Ethan Price. Loose ball picked up by Mama Roseville to get it to Caleb Copeland now. Copeland will bring it over the timeline. That was the first half-court set we've had Mama Rose had for a while. Yes, and, and nearly throwing it away, and they do again. Here comes Fulton, having some problems hanging on to the basketball. Damn off. To Price. His layup is good. Price now with 7-5 in this period. That was a good take there by Price. Had eyes on the rim there, and I, Connor Thompson just got way too deep there on the drive and caused the turnover. Timeout taken by head coach Jake Soto to the Mama Rose Titans. The Fulton Steamers on an 11-0 run to take a 15-11 lead. It's full timeout. We'll step away and take a 30 here on Sunday, 97.7. 15-11, Fulton leading Mama Roseville. Back here at Orion High School, 15-11. Fulton Steamers have uh, ran off 11 straight points after getting down 11-4 to Mama Roseville. Mama Roseville made a nice little run there to break to uh, get out to uh, an 8-0 run, maybe, if not more, to get out to an 11-4 lead. Fulton has uh, turned the tables. They're on an 11-0 run. To uh, take a 15 11. What do you see, Jack? You know, I, I'm just, for one, against the press, and it's a 1 2 2 press. I think we're entering it too too far deep in the quarter. And then our, our guards need to flash the ball instead of running away from it. I guess a zone pressure like this, you want to swing the ball quick. The ball can't stick, and then you want the ball in the middle of the floor. And then offensively, uh, in the half court, we're. we're Fed up a lot. We need to slow down, be strong with the ball, and I think get the ball back into Ben Anderson inside and play off him. Titans on offense following the timeout, the Sigmund's electric timeout. Ben kicks it to the left wing. Keep Caleb Copeland in the corner to Jerome Jackson. Jackson fakes, gets in the lane, goes up strong, scores. Nice take by Jerome Jackson. And that's a really good save there by Jerome Jackson. Patient, hesitation, dribble, change of speed. Was able to finish the play. Great take by Jerome Jackson and a much needed bucket oh. for Monmouth Roseville. Stops an 11 0 run by the Stevens. Pulls the Monmouth Roseville within two. And a nice baseline pull up jumper by Jacob Jones. That's his first bucket of the day. Gives the uh, Fulton Steamers back up to a four point lead. Yeah, that was a good shot fake and one dribble pull up there by Jones. Oh, just a ton of height as I looked down through. We didn't get all the heights, uh, not in the program. I kind of dug up some heights, heights online. And all the heights I dug up were over six foot. Yeah, there's there's not a short guy for Fulton size wise. It's a long and it's an athletic team, that's for sure. 
first foul on Bolton in some time. That's going to go on. Uh, ooh, that's damn all. That's his second personal foul. Dinner was still still plenty of time left in the second quarter. That's huge. And if I'm if I'm Mom at Roseville and Coach Sotos, if he's in the game and I know that I want to go right at him, either get him in a ball screen action or something, go right at him, try and pick up his third. That's a mask time out. It's a mask out. Sponsored by Tickham's Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, Call Pickham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll be back in 30 seconds, 1713. Fulton leading Mama Back here at Orion High School, 1713. And uh, both teams are going to come back on the floor following the mask timeout, the COVID timeout, however you want to. I don't know what the official term is. I'm calling it a mask timeout. Yeah, I don't mask timeout, media timeout. What, uh, it's a timeout. It is 1713 Fulton and the Mama basketball as Damoff, uh, just before we went to break there, picked up his second personal foul. It's still uh, 326 in the second series, just somehow. And actually, Damoff's off the floor now. So Coach uh, Coffee got to get that young man off the floor. Off the inbounds, Connor Thompson misses a three, picks up his own rebound. Fake gets it into Logan Bratcher, who scores. Nice. Give and go there from. Uh, from Thompson. That's a really good job there by Connor of going after the offensive rebound and a nice look. And Logan Bratcher able to finish a big bucket from Mama Throw going out and he stops. How many times have you yelled at the TV or at a game in person, follow your shot? That's exactly what Connor did. Yeah, I mean, and, and as a shooter, you're, you're going to know where it's going to miss. Cause, I mean, you're the one that shot it and you got a better view at it. And right there, Connor Hustle got an extra possession and get an extra, uh, a nice basket. I thought all my shots were going to miss when I shot it. I, always. And I was, I always thought mine were going at a <laughs> kick it to the, the right way, top of the key. Z and my bang. Yeah, this would be a great time for Mama Rosal to make a run with Damoff off the floor. I know he's only got eight points, but all that came in the first quarter, back-to-back threes at a huge time for Fulton. So, you got to make a little run here. Yeah, and then we, we do, especially as now they're going to get Jerome Jackson for an off-the-ball foul. and That'll be his first. All kinds of tights with fouls, but everybody's got one. That's a 17 foul. Free throws for Jacob Jones. They won in the bonus free throw. Yeah, that would be, I guess, one good thing is no one's really in foul trouble with Ben Anderson back on the ball game here. I'm Monmouth Roseville. I want to try to get the ball independent and, and play off him. First free throw is good by Jacob Jones. He was one for three coming into today through the first two ball games, Just a 56% free-throw shooting team is Fulton through the first two games. Mama Throwsville shooting in at 66 and missed the second one. So one out of two for Fulton. They have an 18-15 lead. Thompson gets in the lane, gives it up to Ben Anderson, dribbles it off of, oh, they're going to say Ben Anderson turns right into Joey Izenga. No, that's a bad call there. Yeah, I didn't see nearly enough contact. For that to be a a charging call. Definitely not. No, and he wasn't over there in a legal guarding position either. That's just a tough break for Mom at Roseville because I thought we were going to get a chance to get an and one, and Coach Sotos was over there pleading his case, and I I think I agree with him. Yeah, he's saying the same thing we are. He was definitely shuffling to get in position in front of Ben. He got there way too late in mind. It happened right in front of our. Dick Roy's broadcast booth, too. Right, and that, that's, like you said, that should just be a play on there. There was, there was not enough contact at all to, to resonate the, the foul call there. Well, after Ben Anderson had lost the handle on it, too. So. Right. Fulton basketball, they lead by 3, 18-15, just under the two-minute mark of the second quarter. As Caleb Copeland's all up in Brock Nathan's drill here. Free throw line, Jacob Jones. Looking at stolen away from behind by Connor Thompson. He'll take it in for the, this is a layup. 
had a couple of full steamers bearing down on him. And now Thompson is hurt as he hit the stage right here to the right of our broadcast location. He's grabbing his hip and his back behind the play. Yeah, I, that's a tough break there for Mama Roseville. Good play there by Connor Thompson. Thompson is uh, glaring at the official because he was really there was two full steamers bearing down at him as he go up as he goes up for the layout. Yeah, I and uh, <laughs> so is having a word with the official. I mean, there had to be some kind of contact. Yeah, there had to be. There, there was. There, there definitely was. But that was a good play there by Connor going and picking the pocket, just unable to finish there in, in contact. And we've seen, uh, yeah, we've seen we've seen less contact called on the other end of the floor, and then. Uh, 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 Thompson gets completely taken out on a layup. He's still down over here. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen calls where they're getting ha- hand checked, not even hands checked. It's just one, one hand, and I, I agree with Coach Soto. I, I can't believe there was not a foul there. I mean, you and I had a good look at it. Yep, he, right I mean, he, he definitely got hit. I mean, he got hit in the air, and that's just protecting your, protecting the player there, but. Yeah, they uh, they missed one there. 18-15, Fulton basketball. They lead by three with a minute 43 to go as we play on. Thompson to the bench. He got up under, uh, and the coach has helped him up, but he walked off the floor under his own power. So I'm sure we will not see uh, Connor the rest of this half anyway. And then and then on the other end, as, as Coach Sotos with his hand out, it looked like a clean block on the, on the Fulton offensive side, and that's going to go against Ben Anderson. Yeah. Oh, no, it's good. Like Logan Bratcher, that's his second. Yeah, I, again, another tough call and at the college ranks. We would call that there the, the principle, the rule of, ver- of verticality yeah. there, and that was almost textbook there by Logan Bratcher. Came over on the outside and walled up. And, but nonetheless, here for Monmouth Roseville, got to block out, secure the rebound, and try to cut into this lead, at least tie it up here, down four with a minute 30 to go. First free throw good by Jacob Jones. He's one for three today. One for three coming into this ball game, and misses the second. And Fulton tips the rebound out of bounds. It'll be Monmouth Roseville ball. They got a break there. Yeah, we did there. Ashton Golden. He didn't block out anyone there. He got to block out and secure an offensive rebound, especially on free throw. Thank you. The next possession. Fulton Steamers by four with a minute twenty-six to go. Fletcher. Bringing it up against this pressure. Got a wide open Jerome Jackson. Blocked from behind by Ethan Price. The Titans come up with it, but then turn it over. Tough break there for Mama Roseville. Looks like a wide open, easy layup in transition. It's blocked. Then a little over a minute to go. Short on the jumper by Benga. It's his own rebound. I believe he got his own rebound. Was that a white bang again? Yeah, white yeah, gets his own rebound for the bucket. His first two of the game. Yeah, there for P.J. Johnson. Just didn't block out. Didn't block out. An offensive rebound. Score for Fulton. Foul in the backcourt on Ian Wybenga on the uh, pressure following the bucket. 21-15. Fulton leading by six with 54 seconds to go. Wybenga will come off the floor with that two fouls. Looking at Monmouth Roseville, Logan Brancher and Ben Anderson, post players, the two fouls apiece. Yeah, which is significant news for Monmouth Roseville because I think if there's an advantage that we have on the floor today, it's playing off Ben Anderson down on the block. We haven't been able to do that a lot lately, but when we have, we've had success. Yeah, a lot shorter lineup in here for both steamers, but Monmouth Roseville with, with Anderson and Brancher in foul trouble are all. Oh, this would be a huge advantage for Ben and 
Caleb Copeland misses a three. Jerome Jackson jumps in for the rebound, and he travels as he came down. Maybe he came down on another player's foot. Now, his right ankle. Yeah, it looks like he's right. a little ginger, and he gets up, but well, he's uh, not uh, walking too well right now with 36 seconds to avoid. Jerome Jackson skied for that rebound. That, and then, I don't know if he came down with somebody's foot. Yeah, that was when he was up there. That was an impressive <laughs> rebound. I mean, he went and got it off. Not off the rim, but at, at rim level there. Titans need to stop here with under 30 seconds to go. Just under 30 seconds to go. This would be a huge stop here for Mammoth Road. So get into the half, only down six. Free throw line is Patrick Lower. They lob it in. The three is good. Right around Ice and Cole. Ethan Price with another bucket. Well, Ashes has got to be more physical there and fight, not let him get position as easy as he did. Ten seconds. Titans need a bucket here. Down eight, but four. Down to three. They're not going to get one off. Jackson's got to shoot quickly. Shot is up. And it wouldn't have counted anyway. Couldn't quite get anything to the rim before it hit zeros. 23-15, Fulton. Outscoring Monmouth Roseville 13 to 5 in that second period, or let's see, what have we got? 13 to 4 in that second period. They'll lead by 8, 23 15 at the half. We'll take a three minute break and come back to the halftime show. Welcome back to high school basketball here. Some post Thanksgiving basketball and Prairie Communication Sports Network, Sunday 97.7 WMOI, and online at radiomonmouth.com. However, you're listening to us today, we appreciate it. For those folks that have went the extra mile and downloaded our free app from your Google Play or Apple App Store, WMOI, we uh, super appreciate it. We give you an extra thanks for taking the extra mile. Uh, we've got a pretty good one here. 23-15, Fulton leading Monmouth Roseville. It's definitely been a game of runs. Monmouth Roseville went on a nice run, taking an 11-4 lead. Then it was an 11-0 run by the Fulton Steamers, and they were currently sitting at 8 points, 23-15 as we start our halftime show. Sponsored by Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services for your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. I'm Sean Temple alongside Jack Thompson. Uh, before we talk to J.D. Head Coach Ethan Sikorsky, I'll give a rundown of the points here for you folks at half, which is sponsored by your mama's Save-A-Lot. Save-A-Lot of time, save-a-lot of money, save-a-lot food store in Mama. First for the Fulton Steamer, seven points for Balin Damhall, four points for Jacob Jones. Uh, leading Fulton in scoring is Ethan Price at nine points, came in averaging eight, so he's already a point over his average, and Ian Wybenga at two points. For Monmouth Roseville, five points apiece for Logan Bratcher and Ben Anderson, three points for Caleb Copeland, and two points for Jerome Jackson. Monmouth Roseville, two for three from the free throw line, Fulton, two for four. And now we get a chance to talk to our Monmouth Roseville Titans Junior Varsity head coach, Mr. Ethan Sikorsky. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you, Sean? Good. Uh, you guys got a couple games in this week. Had a had a uh, just a thriller, heartbreaker this afternoon. Uh, it kind of upsets the JV's play this week. Yeah, we came out Tuesday night against A Town Lake the varsity. Um, they had a lot of. They don't have very many. I don't think they have any juniors on that team. So they had a lot of guys that play both playing down. So that was a competitive ball club. Obviously, you guys all there. I mean, you watched on against mm-hmm. the varsity team. They got some competitive yeah, there. Yeah, sure. So uh, they came out punches really early, but we came by out, pulled out. We had played a great second half defensively. And uh, held them down to only, I think, 20 points in the second half, but they had 25 first. Wow. So, you know, all, uh, holding out and winning that 47 to 40, that was a good win. And we came up today against another good orange uh, ball club. They have a great freshman class that's come up. Their sophomores, we've always kind of handled well, but that freshman group really adds to that team. And obviously, we all know any orange team is really fundamentally sound. Sure. So we had that heartbreaking. We lost by one today, 47 to 46. Came down to the wire. But uh, I told the guys after the game, I was like, 
you know, we're going to see this team at least two more times. So you just know that uh, when we're coming in, and I told them, especially with the Three Rivers, everybody's competitive in Three Rivers. So it's a good conference to be a part of, and I think we got a real solid ball club. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about our first year in the, in the Three Rivers Conference, uh, and especially on our side. That, that's a pretty darn good division, man. Yeah, there's not many teams that lack anything, really. You got Sherrard, you got uh, Rockridge, who's going to be an outstanding ball club. They they play some pretty good preseason competition. I think they're in Geneseo this week, so you know that's mm-hmm. going to be some good competition. We've seen Erie Profits down here. Um, uh, who else? Riverdale. We've we've uh, we've seen them. Our, our, uh, United played them. I got to hear their ball game against Doug Dennison's United Ball Club at Robo Williamsfield. I'm looking forward to this. It's just some new places. Yeah. Uh, so you're playing for an actual division championship because. If you polled nine out of ten people in the town of Monmouth, they probably didn't even know there was divisions in the West Central Conference. They probably don't have the other teams in the West Central Conference. <laughs> right. And now they, <laughs> they finally did the smart thing. They're going to one whole conference yeah. instead of the two divisions. But, you know, that, 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 I, I digress. We'll go back to this. It's a good plan for something now. Home and away deal. This is an actual conference. Yeah, it's a real conference. I mean, last year we just kind of been sputtering around with Hancock, Camp Point, Macomb. But, like, this year, yeah, it's just they're, they're, they're competitive teams. We're going there and home away. And then we're doing that crossover with Kiwani now, which I think is, is good to have Kiwani every year on the schedule. It does suck only, you know, playing Macomb once a year now. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's just going to make that one that one matchup even better. Yep. Uh, I know Coach, I know. I say it all the time, coaches hate to single guys out, but uh, who's been playing so far, you're only two games in, playing well for your JV ball club? Honestly, my big man, Nico Avendano and uh, Leo Mahoney are kind of my two studs right now. They're both kind of my guys that everybody listens to on the court. They're my leaders. They're just guys who – if I need a bucket, I can get the ball in their hands, and they'll do something good with it. Yeah, uh, and you've got uh, Tanner Schreck also helping out as well, yeah, right? Yeah, he's our freshman, freshman coach. coach. Yeah. yeah, he's back in the fold. That's, uh, I'll tell you what, put together a pretty, pretty powerful staff here. Yeah, no Roseville. Uh, you also do some uh, some coaching in the summer, too. Yeah, I do a little bit of arcane. Uh, travel ball AAU. Uh, right now, I just, I just have a group that's now seniors, so I get to watch them all kind of play their last season. But now I have a sophomore group. I just started an eighth grade group, so that'll be exciting to watch them come up. Good, good, and and that's obviously done. Both the yeah. season starting, so it'll be uh, starting back up next summer. All right, Ethan, thank you so much for joining us, my man. We'll check in periodically as the season goes along. I'll uh, tell Coach Sotos we need you at the half, man. We just need you at the half. So <laughs> Sounds good to me. Up here and keep us uh, keep us updated on on the uh, on the younger Titans. Sounds good. All right, that's Ethan Sikorsky. He's a university head coach with the Monmouth Roseville Titans. We'll be back in one minute. We'll uh, kind of set the stage for the second half. Titans got some work to do down 23-15 to Fulton. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Mama Throwsville Titan Boys Basketball here on 13 Cases Sports Network, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. That'll bring our land management partners, agency insurance services halftime show to a close. Normally, it's Friday, so we'll be giving you your rock-solid, terrific Titans of the week. But with a short week, we'll uh, pick that back up next week as far as the kids' names. But as always, Larry's Concrete sponsoring your terrific Titans. For all your concrete flat work, call Larry's Concrete at 309-368-1690. Titan basketball to start the second half. How important is it then for uh, them to get a, maybe a bucket on this trip? The three's huge. That's a big <laughs> shot there by Charlie Fletcher. And I was going to hit on it. I think we need to get the ball inside, get it to Ben Anderson, Logan Bradshaw. Let's do that. We got to take care of the ball, and we got to be strong with the ball. And right there, we're going to have open threes, and then we got to knock them down. Yeah, post play has been good. Uh, three ball missed. Ben Anderson with the rebound. Titans down by five now, twenty three eighteen. But I think talking to Coach Lotus, sure we're getting good play from both guards and big man. Let's use them. Let's do a little inside out stuff. Right, and it's going to open up stuff and play off of each other and. You know, but but that starts with being strong with the ball and taking care of the ball. 
good to see Connor Thompson back out on the floor after his hard tumble into the uh, into the stage. And the ball is going to go. Is where we got? Is it going to stay with Ramos Roseville? Yeah, both officials kind of looking at one another as it was tapped out of bounds by the Fulton Steamer. That possession felt like almost too much dribbling there from Connor Thompson and Charlie Fletcher. One or two dribbles get the ball away. And a throw away off the inbounds. And uh, you and I don't have the the, uh, the uh, turnover totals, but it was a ton in the first half. It was a lot, and it was like that. Just light ball turnovers. Just getting it to the full. That last three ball, sponsored by uh, Dane Fine Coffee that Charlie Fletcher hit. Dane Fine Coffee and Monmouth and McComb get a latte, energy drink, and more. Dane Fine Coffee, three ball short by it's a good thing they're not shooting well from the three-point arc. Right. We're going to shoot halfway decent. We'd be really trouble. Yeah, we're having trouble picking up. It's, it's called a zipper screen where they're going to go down and cut up from the hoop as they're great high-low. And Damhoff, the six-foot-six sophomore, swats away Ben Anderson's layup at the rim on a nice entry pass by Logan Bradshaw, stolen away by Charlie Fletcher. He'll pull up, throw it out to Connor Tom- or Caleb Copeland in the corner. Makes a three, back out to Charlie Fletcher. Yeah, I thought he was going to fire that in. Pass into Logan Bradshaw. There's a little inside out. Bradshaw out to uh, Thompson, but not able to do anything with it. Kind of a, uh, as as Bradshaw was falling down, kind of puts it out the corner. Didn't have a lot of zip on it. Right. But still, just take care of the ball and get a good shot. Hunter Thompson, NBA three is no good. High rebound brought down by Ethan Price for the Fulton Steamers. And now we're going to get a foul on Connor Thompson out on the perimeter. That'll yeah, be his second. That, that probably was there. He had two hands on the ball dribbler there. But that shot that Connor Thompson had, it about hit the, hit the roof here at Orient <laughs> High School. I mean, it was an archer. That had definitely a little lift on it there. Double size point game, 23-18. Thompson will check out with his second personal foul. And Jerome Jackson off the bench. This could be a good time here to spread the floor, especially with Jerome in. And he's been one of our guards that's been able to get downhill and beat his man off the bounce. Brock Mason. Oh, nice cut off the screen. Mason with the layup on the entry pass from Ian Wabenga out on the wing. And it will be, that's Brock Mason's first bucket of the ball game here. Brock back up to seven. Just from watching him play, he's kind of the catalyst for this team. Just really solid point guard. And a block from behind by Jerome Jackson as Brock Mason tried to go up for the layup. And Mason all over the official now on this end. Yeah, and I, another sloppy pass by Monmouth Roseville. Knocked out of bounds by Damhoff. That's just, for Monmouth Roseville on that end, that's just, that's not a pass that we need there. I like to make sure we get it to the middle of the floor, but if you're going to do that, put some zip on it with the two hands. And then down here, I, I think I agree with Brock Mason. He was definitely hit and fouled. And... Ooh, boy, a, a bad pass into uh, Ben Anderson, but maybe for good reason. A push from behind by Ian Mobenga. That'll be his third. Getting a uh, uh, the, the Fulton fans not quite happy with it, but had something had to happen there because Ben kind of went way too forward on that on that lob pass. Yeah. Off the inbounds to Logan Ratcher. Misses. It's his own... Shot and Damhoff, the six foot six sophomore, swats away the Bratcher putback. Uh, that was a missed opportunity there for Mammoth Roseville. A great out of bounds play and just unable to convert. And Damhoff with a good hustle play. Patrick Lower, and now we're going to get a foul on Jerome Jackson, pushing Brock Mason, trying to fight over the screen, and that'll be the second personal foul on Jackson. 
Yeah, and I like the idea there of Jerome Jackson jumping to the ball and bumping the cutter, but you can't you can't extend the forearm there, and that's what led to the foul call. And Mason sold it pretty well too. He did. It was a great <laughs> selling act. That's you know it's what the game's about anymore. It, it really is almost whether it's a college or pro level, selling the calls. You yeah. see it all the time. Yes, it is. And you know what? In my playing days, I was a part of the problem. <laughs> I, 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 I was a big part of that problem. <laughs> We're going to start getting instigating calls here. Or uh, uh, what do they call it in the NHL now? Not instigating, but uh, uh, embellishment. Going to get an embellishment foul. And taking it to the hoop was Jacob Jones, and he's going to get a foul from behind. Yeah. Uh, that was a really good job there by Jacob Jones of playing out the two feet. And at the college level, you'll see a lot of college teams that they run that, and it's called the Villanova drill, where they'll have their guards get the middle of the lane, and then they'll stop and play off the two feet there. First free throw is good by Jacob Jones as he was fouled in the act of shooting. If you're Logan Bratcher, though, just wall up. Just, just be between uh, Jones and the basket and make him make a tough two over you. Jones has been the only one at the free throw line so far tonight for Fulton Steamers. 26-18 with 4.26 to go here in the third quarter. Jones' second free throw is up. Misses and rebounded by C.J. Johnson. Yeah. Good rebound there by C.J. Johnson. One of those free throws sponsored by Mallet Farm and Home Realty. Listen, thinking of putting your home on the market, list it and get it sold with Mallet Farm and Home Realty. Titan down eight. That's the deficit they faced at the half. Right wing is Caleb Copeland. Gets a screen from Fletcher. Copeland tries to use the screen. Defended well there by the Steamers. Yeah, like you said, a lot of dribbling here on yeah, this offense. Yeah, it's really stagnant. And the ball's sticking. And there's a really nice take by Jerome oh, Jackson. Jerome can't finish. And it's going to be all Fed Anderson's hands and out of bounds. Got to finish. That's been, that's been an issue this whole week, is finishing, whether it's whether it's on the offensive glass or getting to the rim. Got to finish. Right in there. Jerome, he did a good job of getting to the rim, but he's, he's got to get his eyes on the rim. Your eyes make layups, and there we were unable to convert. That would have been a nice basket. Yeah, nice move by Jerome, too. Maybe a little bit of momentum going here. Now Fulton. Five out on the perimeter. Down low. Joey Heisenga. Oh, there. Could have been a moving screen there by Jones. Yeah, this Caleb Cooper got taken out there. Yeah, that, he definitely extended a hip there on... Um, what was the dribble handoff? Mason working on Ben Anderson. Pulls up. Is short. Loose on the floor. Ben Anderson picks it up. To Jackson. Over the timeline. Pulls up. His pass tip. Goes right to Caleb Copeland. And blocked away. Knocked away by Joey Heisenga. Here comes the Seamers. Three on the way. This will be a big one for the Steamers. Missed. Rebounded by Fulton. They got to tie up. Are they going to save Jerome Jackson? They're going to say the foul's on Jackson. I thought he got a nice tie up there. Oh, yeah. I thought he dug down and got the tie up there. But we, we just got to block out. That's got to be a rebound that we go up and get there. And the foul is going to go on Jackson again. That'll be his third. And we have a mass timeout. 26-18. to 18, Fulton Steamers. Lead mama throws go by eight with uh, well, under three minutes now. Had a long trip there without a ball stoppage. Got a clock stoppage. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Orion High School as we are on the second-to-last day of tournament play here in the 10-32 tip-off classic. Mammoth Roseville at 2-0, taking on Fulton 2-0. 26-18, the Titans trail the Steamers. They trail by 8.5, 23-15. Mammoth Roseville at 
at the end of the first quarter, and the Titans, since the end of the first quarter, have only scored seven points. That's not good. That's not good at all. And, you know, for Mammoth Roseville, I thought after Charlie Fletcher hit the three to start this half, I thought, you know, hey, let's develop a rhythm offensively. But, you know, we, we've done a good job on defense. We're just turning the ball over way too much. We've got to protect the ball. And then on offense, get the ball moving a little bit and get the Fulton defense moving side to side instead of letting them just load up against the drive. This is a really, really, really good defensive ball club in the Fulton Seekers. They're making it really hard on the uh, Titan guards. Now they throw it away. Fletcher gets it in the backcourt, goes up strong, and scores. Nice nice switch in midair. Hands there by yeah, that was, Fletcher. That was an excellent take there by Charlie Fletcher of jumping the passing lane, and Brock Mason definitely did double dribble. And now here's a chance. Let's give him a little run here in, in the third quarter. Got the Titan fans up on their feet behind the uh, Monmouth Roseville bench. Titans pull within six, and they have the basketball. Yeah, Brock Mason just uh, dribbled it off his inside of his knee there at half court with no pressure. Yeah, and that's a, that's a break from Amos Roseville. Now we got to take advantage of it. Copeland holding on the left side. Ben Anderson, they swing it. C.J. Johnson, right wing. Coming to get it is Connor Thompson at the top of the key. Two and a half minutes to go. Get it to him. And they get it into Ben Anderson as he goes to work on Damhoff. Goes up strong, can't get it to go. Backside rebound by Ethan Price. Got to take it right up in his chest, especially trying to get that third foul on Damhoff. Yeah. Oh, that's not a foul. Oh, wow. That is not a foul at all. Ben Anderson had his hand straight up on the drive by Ethan Price. That is, that's not a good call. Yeah. And the Ben's third. Yeah, that was both there. Damhoff, they were Damhoff on, on the Titans offense, and they needed a good job just walled up, make Ben Anderson make it over him, and Ben did the same thing, and now Jones at the foul line. Missing the free throw, the first one. Jones just 3 of 7 out from the free throw line. He's the only free throw shooter so far tonight for Bolton. But still go for Mama Throws, I like getting the ball there to Ben. I almost like to see him spin back to the middle and use the left yeah. hand just in the middle of the floor. A couple times this week, he spun baseline and uh, hasn't really gotten anything to do with it once he got down there. 1 of 2 for Jones. He's been 1 of 2 every trip so far tonight. It's in four of eight. That free throw sponsored by Mama Farman on Realty. Taking a pretty your home on the market, lift it and get it sold with Mama Farman on Realty. Call them at 734 Here comes the Titans with an odd man rush. Layup no good by Caleb Copeland, and here comes the Pulp Steamers clearing the rebound. Good job there by big one. That would have been a huge basket, and that was a good job there by Connor Thompson in the middle of the floor. And Wipenga will hit a three. That's a five-point swing there for Mama Roseville, and... Allows him to set up in that one-two-two press, full-court press. Yeah, that was that was a big swing there. Just a the standstill uh, three. Turn it, it, it over. Mama Rosal at midcourt. It's a ten-point game. Make it twelve. Layup by Ian Wybenga. Yeah, if I'm Coach Sotos, I'm going to burn one. And uh, Coach Sotos wants a timeout. And he is having a nice discussion with the official who's. Probably didn't leave. Well, I'd say the worst of the three, but that's probably not right. 32-20. The Fulton Seamers have opened up a 12-point lead on Monmouth Roseville. It's full timeout. We'll step away and take a 30-second timeout, which is sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. We'll be back. Back here at Sunny 97.7 WMOI, the Prairie Communications Sports Network. 32-20. Monmouth Roseville trailing the Fulton Seamers. Seamers on a roll here. On a little bit, the Titans got it down to what was it, uh, 26-20. So a six-zero, a quick six-zero run is what it's been. Yeah, and it, and it just the momentum really just changed so quickly. Mammoth Roseville, we thought was going to cut it to four. I mean, they had a great job breaking the press, and then 
was able to get a layup, and we were unable to convert. You know, sometimes a missed layup is the first pass on a, on a breakaway the other way. Fulton hit a three and then really just went on a little run. Titans break through full court pressure and almost get to midcourt. Got to get it over now. There they finally do. And they got a foul away from the ball on the Fulton Steamers. Can't believe that didn't bring a Bronx. Kind of a Bronx cheer from the bottom of the road still. That's what the whole stand Hey, we got one. Yeah, right. Patrick Moore will pick up his first. Five team fouls on Monmouth Rose. Just two on Fulton in this uh, second half. So Monmouth Rose will still quite a ways from the bonus. Copeland with a minute 19 to go. Titans need a bucket. Down by 12. 32 20. They had a good, good finish in this third quarter. Take a little momentum into that fourth. We do. Get it down to six. That would be a good goal. Get it down to six. Going into the fourth. By true to Copeland. He'll take a deep three shorts. And a foul on the. This going to go on lower. Wow. Mm-hmm. Five uh, Fulton. I didn't really. I first I got into that late, but yeah, I think Fulton has a has a gripe there. Yeah, I I mean I'll, we'll take the ball. Yeah, sure. But sure. I, I that's that's just another one. I just don't I just don't agree with that. That was just a good blockout. Being being physical. Yeah, that's must have been a way the ball. Jacob Jones picked up that foul. Uh, Connor Thompson misses the deep three. Fulton with the rebound, one and done for Roman Rosal. That's the way it's been for a while. Yeah, that was a good out of timeout set, though. I mean, you got a good shot out of it. Blocked from the almost uh, blocked from behind. They're going to say he got a piece of the uh, piece of the shooter's arm or hand there. It is Max Cole, uh, uh, Anderson, or Patrick. Neither one on the floor right now. They have this third quarter. Give them a little bit of a break and with. Uh, with Dan Hall out of the lineup, probably a good chance to get them a rest. Yeah. We got a block out and secure the offensive rebound. The last thing we need is Fulton getting an extra possession. Patrick Lohr will get to the free throw line. This is our next first one. Makes it a 13-point game. Biggest lead for Fulton so far. And the second one's good as well. Makes them both. That lead is 14, 34 to 20 for Fulton over Monmouth Roseville. That is a Monmouth Farm and Home Realty pair of free throws. Yeah, fun Monmouth Roseville here. I'd almost want Jerome Jackson maybe getting something off the cut, just something to the basket from anyone. Nice, nice pass from Connor Thompson on the drive to C.J. Johnson. What a great pair of hands by C.J. That pass was fire. I'm not sure he was quite ready. No, he wasn't, but that was a good job by C.J. Staying with the play. I mean, just staying with it. Caught it with two hands, and then we get it done. Almost a five-second call on Patrick Lower holding his free throw line. Good off-ball defense there by Mama Rose. Connor Thompson gets the steal, loose on the floor to C.J. Johnson. His pass... Picked up by Max Cole and a layup by Connor Thompson. A little mini run here for Mama Roseville. Yeah, that's a huge play there to get it down to 10. Don't pick up a silly foul. Three-pointer at the buzzer. Thanks in by Patrick Lower. Just when you get a little, just when you get a little momentum going lower, banks in the three from uh, deep. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a tough break there for Mama Roseville. Like you said, I mean, we felt like the momentum was turning and then just get the three to go at the buzzer. 37-24. The lead will be 13 for the Fulton Steamers over Monmouth Roseville as we head to the fourth quarter here on the Ferry Communications Sports Network. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to high school basketball here. Post-Thanksgiving high school basketball. I hope everybody's Thanksgiving went well out there in uh, in uh, listener land. Everybody had a fun and safe Thanksgiving holiday. 
37-24, Monmouth Roseville. Down by 13, heading here in the fourth quarter. Both teams at 2-0 coming into this one in this tournament. So the winner will hold their destiny in their own hands as far as winning the tournament for tomorrow. The loser still has a shot at maybe a second-place trophy because nobody else is undefeated. That's, that's right, and that's just not good defense there by Monmouth Roseville as Fulton hits the bucket. Ethan Price drives right in. Uh, nearly unmolested down the left side of the lane. The lead is 15. That's the biggest lead so far for the Steamers. Thompson, corner, lets a man fly by and drills the three-pointer. That's a big three. Mammoth Roseville now got to get a stop. And here, just kind of says, go we get a break. And a turnover by the Fulton Steamers. Down to 12 with the basketball, 39-27. First of all, get this thing to single digits and work from there. Exactly. You know, get on a little bit of run. You're not going to get back in one shot, but just keep chipping away at it. Thompson's three-pointer sponsored by Dane Fine Coffee and Mammoth and Macomb. Get a latte, energy drink, and more at Dane Fine Coffee. Lob it into Ben Anderson driving. He's going to be held by Ethan Price. That'll be his first. Yeah, that's a good call there. And when you're on the block as a defender, you're allowed an arm bar. And then that time Price had two hands on Anderson, and that's a foul. And that was a good call. That's the 14th foul on Fulton, so they saw a couple fouls to give. Fulton is in the bonus, as Mama Throsville has 16 fouls, and they'll be shooting one of the bonus with every non-player control foul the rest of the way out. Fletcher takes it right in on damn off, dumps it down into Ben Anderson, and scores! That was an excellent job there by Charlie Fletcher, playing off two feet, Ben Anderson cutting, and all of a sudden, something going. Three-pointer on the way, missed, and getting the rebound is Ben Anderson. Here comes C.J. Johnson over the timeline, down to Anderson. Fletcher, his three ball in the corner is good! That's a huge three there by Charlie Fletcher, and as Bill Raftery likes to say, got the puppies organized and knocked it down. And a steal in the backcourt. Connor Thompson will miss the layup. Look behind him for the guy coming in from behind. A timeout taken by R.J. Coffey. Doggone it. Oh, man. I think Connor Thompson heard footsteps and looked behind him and missed the play. Yeah, just, he's just got to go up strong there. And, and like, oh, man, just got to finish the play there. That's a tough break for Monmouth Roseville. Had a chance to cut it to five. Yes. But nonetheless, we got something going. R.J. Coffey, head coach of the Fulton Seamers, takes the timeout here. It's a 30-second timeout, so we'll stay here. And tell you that that timeout is sponsored by Tickham's Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. Got to get caught up on the Dane Fine Coffee three-pointer. Dane Fine Coffee and Mama the McComb. Saturdays are special donut days. Stop by and get yourself a donut and drink at Dane Fine Coffee and Mama the McComb tomorrow morning. That sounds very good. It does sound very good. Even with all the food I ate yesterday... Uh, and I'm going to eat probably some more when I get home tonight. Uh, the donut still sounds pretty good. I, I'm always a fan of donuts on the weekend are a great play, on, on, especially on Saturday mornings before college football. Both teams back on the floor, 39-32. Bolton with the basketball and a seven-point lead as they caught a huge break as Connor Thompson missed the layup just before the timeout. Mm-hmm. Now the Titans calls have made some issues here for the Bolton Steamers. Patrick Lower in the corner, passes up a three to Brock Mason. His pull-up jumper is no good. Rebounded by C.J. Johnson over the back on the Fulton Steamers. Yeah, that, I think he's done a good job in the last couple of trips. Ben Anderson has gotten the rebound the last couple of trips. The C.J.'s been right up there with him. Yeah, I mean, C.J.'s done a good job of just turning around, finding a man, hitting him, blocking out, and then going up and getting the rebound off the rip. You know, C.J.'s an athletic, strong kid, and it's shown. 
Oh, Titans trying to get over the timeline. I guess it's one, two, two, press. Down to Ben Anderson. Two. Caleb Copeland gets in the lane. This is a shot, but he'll get a couple free throws. That would have been huge if that one went down. That would have been really, really big. But that was an excellent job by Ben Anderson. Turn and face it. You know, you don't kind of put it on the deck. Turn, face the goal. Caleb Copeland streaking down the middle of the floor. And now we got to convert the foul line. Copeland, uh, this is the first one. He's, oh, he was over three coming into this one. He's, he's a good shooter. Just needs to take some time. and It's a big free throw here. Get at least one out of two for Copeland. He's got three points out of three-pointer in the first quarter and makes his first there free throw of the season. One for four now, or one for five, but that was a big one. The, the pressure that Monmouth Roosevelt's kind of put on is gives Fulton a little bit of trouble. And it's allowed us to get back in the ballgame. Dam Hall, his drive is cut down, kicks it back out. Three-pointer, no good. Backside rebound, Dam Hall's going to pick up his third personal. That's a great rebound there by Charlie Fletcher. And just turn and find a body. Block out. Sometimes that's what's going to lead to getting the rebound is just who's more physical. Who goes and hits first? And Fletcher did, and he got the foul call. Dam Hall with three. Ian Wybenga with three for the Fulton Steamers, and both of those players are on the uh, floor for Fulton with 5.52 to go, fourth quarter, 39-33. Fletcher's first free throw. Gets it. Done a great job from the free throw line tonight. He has got such a great approach to the free throw, uh, the whole scenario. That he has his time, gets a good deep breath. He does. Charlie's just, he's, he's a really knowledgeable, not just player, just guy. You know, he's a smart guy. And, of course, the Temple Jinx hits him for the second free throw. <laughs> One out of two for Fletcher. Nonetheless, down to five for Mammoth Roseville. And, you know, Sean, since we started applying a little bit of pressure, I almost feel like Fulton sped up right away to get a back cut, as I say. Uh, nice cut away from the ball by Brock Mason. Leads to a layup on a nice uh, pass from the wing. Puts the lead back up to seven. Jerome Jackson between the leg dribble. Loses the handle on it. Goes out of bounds. It's going to be Fulton basketball. Don't need to be behind the back dribble there when you're coming up to a double team. No, and that time Jerome just got too deep. There's no reason to trying to bring the ball off into the corner. I mean, he just... Put himself right in the coffin corner and turned it over. And now Coach Sotos is probably going to tell him that right now that he's coming off the floor, back on the floor to Connor Thompson. Yeah, and there, if you're Jerome, one or two dribbles is fine, but if you can't beat him, just swing. No reason to try to force him. And they get it down on the post to Ethan Price, uh, guarded by C.J. Johnson. C.J. giving up two or three at least inches to uh, Price, did what he could do, but C.J. will pick up the foul and send Price to the free throw line. Yeah, there's CJ. He got caught watching the cutter, and Price was able to seal him. First free throw is missed. Price, a 50% free throw shooter. Not a, not a great free throw shooting steamer ball club as a team, but just 56%. No, that's not. Brock Mason shoots it at 83%. Everybody else is right around 50. Which you could imagine from watching the ball club play. Yeah. Yeah. Price's second free throw is good, sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. That puts the lead at 8, 42-34 with 5.20 to go. Plenty of time, but a nice run here by Monmouth Roseville. You get two, you know, two couple buckets in a row, you start putting some doubt in the steamer's mind. And it, that's what happened on the last run. But a little doubt. They weren't quite as aggressive. All right, now we got to get the ball over the timeline. And a timeout taken by head coach Jake Sotos just before, probably the 10-second call. Yeah, and that. That's a good timeout call, and like you said, we just, we're just we a couple buckets away. A couple buckets, a couple stops, we're right back in it. 42-34, I think it was electric timeout. Fulton leading Mama's Roseville by eight. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 
Mama throws a basketball out of the timeout. 42-34. Fights trail by eight right at five minutes. They lob it into Ben Anderson and coming across. Yeah, that had too much error. Didn't yeah. Yeah. Patrick lower a chance to come and knock that away out of bounds on the entry pass yeah. to Ben Anderson. Yeah, that pass is not going to work. It's just not a strong enough pass there. I was almost thinking we had Connor Thompson lifting up to the top of the key wide open. Just hit it. Get him the ball. Thompson with the ball in the corner now. Now they get to C.J. Johnson right wing. Enter to Ben Anderson to give back to C.J. Finds Fletcher on the back on a nice uh, pass. Ben Anderson, his shot is blocked by Dam Hall. Ben Anderson is not going to get his shot blocked very often, but a 6-6 Dam Hall got a good chance. And a big three for Ian Wybinga for Fulton. And the lead is back up to 11 double digits. Yeah, that was a nice job there in transition of getting it out for three. It's a nice pick there by Connor Thompson. Not out of it yet. Just need a couple of stops, and we're right back in it. Titans uh, down nine. That is seven points for Connor Thompson all in the second half. Thompson averaging uh, right at six and a half, so that's his season average. Now a full timeout taken by the Fulton Steelers. Looking at the uh, fouls of the timeout situation, Mama Rose has just one left. Now Fulton has... Three left. It's full timeout, so we will take a 30 second break. It is 45 36, Fulton leading by the Roseville here on Sunny 97.7. We'll be back. Back here on Sunny 97.7 WMOI, 418 on the clock, 45 36, Fulton leading by the Roseville in the battle of the only undefeated teams left in this, in this 10 and 32 orange ball. Classic Monmouth Roseville has a game set for 4.30 tomorrow against Mercer County, the Golden Eagles. 4.15 will be the free game show here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. And depending on how this goes, the Titans will either be playing for the title or at least maybe taking a second-place trophy home. We'll see how this last four minutes plays out. And here for Monmouth Roseville, got to be aggressive. Going to the ball and get a couple of stops. Stops and scores. Copeland guarding Brock Mason. Mason gets by, kicks it in the corner. Now a drive into the lane. That's the uh, Euro step, Euro travel, I like to call it. Jacob Jones with the layup as he took three steps, came down, planted both feet, and went back up. I don't see how that is not a travel, but that's the game we have today. A little throw off, a little turnover. Yeah. DJ Johnson just got sped up and threw it away there. 47-36, a mask. Timeout. We'll keep it here. We just got back from a break and let you folks know this mascot is sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. Looking for an electrician contract with the cheap trucks. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. Titans need to make a run here. It was a, down to about the halfway point of the fourth quarter. They trail by 11 points. What else is going on tonight here at the Orient Tip-Off Classic? Following our ball game, it's going to be Abigail Avon and Sherrard. And then at 6 o'clock tonight, Dury Prophets down, staking on Ridgewood, and then the finale will be Orion against Mercer County. Games are already set for tomorrow. It'll start with Dury Prophets down in A-Town at 3 o'clock. Mama Roseville and Mercer County at 4.30. Sherrard will play Ridgewood at 6 o'clock. And then the host Orion Chargers will play this Fulton Bowl for up in. Unless Mama Roseville can make a run here, Fulton will be playing for the tournament championship tomorrow against uh, Orion. Uh, what else? What other, what other tournaments have we got going on? We got the Robo Williams Field, the Robo Williams Field uh, tournament going on today. Tomorrow's schedule. Yep, got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So we got confirmation that is the schedule for tomorrow. Yep, which is which is nice to know. 
Uh, let me see. I have the Roma Williams Field uh, tournament bracket going on here with United, and I don't know what's going on over there. The first game was at 2 o'clock today between Henry Snatchwine and Riverdale. Galvin's taking on United at 3.30. That's uh, already well underway. In the night with West Central and Roma Williams Field. United sitting at 1-1 one one for the tournament coming into the day. West Central at 1-1 one one for our local teams. Uh, two games on Saturday. That tournament used to finish up on Monday night, and instead now they're playing two games on Saturday. And talked to head coach Doug Dennison. He said, I said, do you like that? He's like, I'll let you know afterwards. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's a lot of games, but, you know, uh, it's better than saving that trip on a Monday night. Right, right. It's better just go over there and get it done. You have five quality games over there, and, you know, good luck to Coach Dennison and his crew. Oh, wow. They're going to get a just a touch foul on Connor Thompson. Wow. As he almost got in the passing lane to tip that away, that was just Ticky tack, and what the funny part of it is not funny part, but the odd part of it is, is Connor was the one that was taken out on the layup by two full steamers, and then he picks up a ticky tack foul out on the wing. Right, and I don't, I don't agree with that call. I don't even think he really touched him. I thought he just got a piece of yeah, ball. That's what I was thinking. Nonetheless, got the offense rebound. We need a score. We we just need something going to the basket. We need a basket. This free throw on the one of the bonus gives the Titans the basketball though, so they cut the break there. Copeland. Out to Ben Anderson. Now they swing it to Connor Thompson, right wing. Gets a screen from Ben Anderson. He's got to hold that screen a little longer before he rolls. Yeah, instead of just swerving it, like you said, actually set it. Fletcher will take a deep three. Misses. Backside rebound. Pulled down by the Fulton Steamers. One and done for Mama Grosso with 2.50 to go. 11 point lead now. Nearly a steal by Connor Thompson. He does get it to Charlie Fletcher. Oh, now, yeah, over and back. As uh, uh, Connor Thompson got the steal in the front court, fell to the uh, ground or picked up the fumble or whatever you want to call it, tried to get it to Charlie Fletcher, who was in the back. Yeah, that was a good good hustle play, though, by Connor Thompson, knocking the ball loose, first the floor, but that's just a tough break. And getting loose is Danhoff with the layup off the inbound at half court. Nice find by the uh, Fulton Steamers and lead back up to 13. That's that's Damoff's first bucket since the first quarter. Yeah, we've done a good job on Damoff. It's just another turnover. Just got too deep. Caleb Copeland was bumped on his drive. Right. Leading out to travel yeah. call on Damoff. Yeah, as he took the long pass. Yeah. And, uh, boy, Copeland really got bumped on his drive. Fletcher really got bumped on his. Whoever was driving from Alvin Roseville got bumped. Got bumped. Led to a run out here by Fulton. Now they're going to say Damoff traveled on a long pass, which was the right call. He did, he did shuffle the feet before he put the ball on the deck. Thompson goes up on Damoff. He's going to be fouled by Damoff. That's a touch foul on Damoff, too, to be honest. Going both ways on that. Yeah, I, I don't agree with it, but we'll take it. I mean, now we got to convert. 2.15 left. If we're not totally out of it, but we, if we just we need a run. Got to make some shots. Got to make some shots. And, and again, looking at the Fulton Steamer uh, free throw percentage, they're not a great free throw shooting team, so maybe you can get them to miss some there. Right, which that could be something, too, where if you're Coach Sotos, when do you, when do you start to extend the game? When do you start? You got to make your own free throws on your end as Thompson missed. He was four for four before that free throw. This is the first one. And yeah, going back to the foul call on Damoff, that looks like about as vertical as you could get. Mm-hmm. But we'll take it. Now, we certainly don't uh, want to be one-sided here as far as the official goes because Damoff probably had a gripe there. One out of two free throws for Connor Thompson, sponsored by Mama Farmer Home Realty. 
I do turnovers here. I get it. Wybenga takes up strong, misses it. Offensive rebound. No, couldn't corral it by the Fulton Steelers. They get it to Fletcher in the backcourt. You got to push on the Steamers. If that is Danhoff, that's his fifth. We'll see who they get it on. No, it's not going to be on Danhoff. Jake Jones. I, I would have been five on. That's huge for Fulton. That is huge. I, I did think, because we, I mean, we had a great view of it. It was right in front of us. But Jacob Jones was very, very handy with him. And right there, if you're Fulton, I mean, just wall up. I mean, you had Charlie oh. Fletcher, I mean, trapped. Like, you were going to get a turnover. 80-plus feet away from the basket down here on the far baseline. Like you said, don't push. Just stand there. Right. It's already all balanced. Yeah, there's no need. And Fletcher misses the front end of the one-and-one. Boy, that's the, you can't miss free throws down 12 with two minutes to go. Yeah, that's just a tough break there. And a strip at half court on Brock Mason. Here comes Fletcher on Damoff. Goes up. This is the shot. It's no good. Damoff with the rebound. And Fletcher will get the frustration foul following the missed shot. Yeah, there. That's uh, Fletcher. I know you're down. We're down 12, and, and we got to get quick baskets. So the one on three there. That could have been one just pull up from about 8, 10 feet and and try a floater there. He just got too deep against the length of Fulton. The six foot six sophomore, Balin Damhoff at the free throw line. He's three for seven on the season. No free throws tonight. Averaging 21 points this week coming into this one. He's sitting at nine, and he's only made three free throws. So he's been pretty, uh, pretty good from the field, and this is the front end here. A good rebound there from Anna Fullway. As Caleb Copeland tried to get it to Connor Thompson from half court down into the corner. Throws it over Thompson's head. Turnover will go to Fulton with a minute and a half to go. Yeah, I mean, that's just simple fundamental. I mean, there's no need to throw one hand pass there. Just two hand chest pass it. And it's simple fundamental. Being strong with the ball. And beating the... That is all... Ooh, boy, that uh, looked like it was all Fulton. Because Ben Anderson was here deep to uh, protect the full court pass against the press. Yeah. Anderson looked like a free safety. Yeah, be just trying to... Knock it away, and Ben's going to be happy that we use Ben and free safety in the same sense. Right. Nice play off the inbound. Leads to a wide-open layup by Jacob Jones. It's a 14-point lead now for Fulton. Yeah, that was a really good baseline out-of-bounds set. And it leads to an open layup. Yeah, got to get something going quick. They get it down into Ben Anderson, but Damoff comes to the backside. Ooh, nice job by C.J. Johnson to pick up the loose ball off the entry pass to Ben Anderson, which was tipped away. Yeah. C.J. gets the layup. That was kind of, oh, look what I found from CJ, and he's able to lay it in. Yeah, it looks like Bolt will be content to run some clock here. We'll see if, uh, if uh, you are kind of learning here, too. Even though it's 12 points or under a minute to go, probably probably not going to win this, but this is where you can get your lessons on how to foul at the end of a close ball game. Well, right, and I, I feel like if your mom throws, so obviously you're not happy with the result, uh, obviously, but, I mean, you learned a lot about your ball club today, and, you know, We've touched on this multiple times. I mean, Fulton's a really good, they're a good ball club, mm-hmm. and they play very good defense. And for you listeners out there, it's a lot like West Virginia. I mean, under Bob Huggins, yeah. I mean, it's just constant. I mean, they attack any pass that has a little bit of air. They're going to go and try to tip it and knock it away. And for Mammoth Roseville, I think you just you got to be strong with, strong with the ball and more crisp in your passes, stronger with your dribble off the bounce and stronger going to the pin. But, um, that's just my assessment. On the game today, for you, uh, 
for you old-time basketball fans, not only old-time, but older basketball fans, kind of the old Nolan Richardson, Arkansas, 40 minutes of hell. It's like 32 minutes of hell. Right, I mean, it's baseline to baseline. I mean, we've seen multiple, I mean, under out-of-bounds, where, I mean, they're jumping under out-of-bounds fast. I mean, it's it's every pass, it's going to be contested, and, you know, Fulton has the athletes and length to do it, and they do it really well. Yeah, they, they, got, they definitely have the length, and sometimes with length, Comes, you know, maybe awkwardness, but this is a very athletic long ball club at Fulton. Coming off, I think, but I think the first last bowl season they had, 24 and 8, or, or maybe something like that. They've been in the good club for a while. They had a nice spring. And it's going to be turned over in the backcourt by Fulton. So Mom Throws still, still hanging in there with 48 seconds to go down 12. But again, even though you're probably not going to win this game, this is where you can. If you're Coach Sotos, this is what we're going to do in close games. Right. I mean, you're going to learn what, because, I mean, Miles Rose is going to be in this situation again, and, and you've got to be able to do it. And that's going to be a foul on Ben Anderson off the baseline jump or missed by Connor Thompson. Ben's going to get a foul. That'll be his fourth on the rebound. Yeah, that's just a tough break there. And, you know, Fulton's going to walk to the other end and, they're going to shoot two free throws there, but if I'm Coach Sotos, I mean, attack the boards if I'm Ben Anderson. I'm, I'm okay with that foul. Because he went after the ball strong, and referee just thought he pushed him in the back. 12-point lead, Seavers at the free throw line, Ethan Price, where he's one of two, and one of three, and this is the first one. Boy, this was a, just a little bit closer. As many free throws as uh, Fulton has missed here in this fourth quarter make it really, really interesting. 51-39, Fulton with 38.6. Price gets the second one. So one out of two in two trips. Two out of four on the ninth for Price, all here in the fourth quarter. 13-point game, 52-39. Copeland drives baseline, gets cut off, finds Thompson. And still, even here, late in the ballgame. C.J. Johnson with a layup on a nice speed from Ben Anderson. Yeah, that was a good job there by Ben Anderson. Like you were going to say, I mean, every single pass is going to be contested. And Dam Hall was fouled on his way to the hoop. A good transition there by Fulton to get yeah. the pressure from Mama Rosa to just get it up more quickly. The big, big guy. Yeah, Mama throws a leak a little bit, and like you said, throw it up, get it to the six-six kid, and let him go up and get it. And now Dam Hall at the foul line with 15 seconds left of the ball game. Two free throws for Baylor. First one is good. That gives him 10 points, double digits. That's 11 points under his average. They've done a pretty good job on Dan Ball today. Yeah, we did. I mean, we let him get loose for the two threes in the first half. and But other than that, we've done a good job on him defensively. Gets them both, 54-41. Free throw sponsored by Mama Farmer Home Realty. 13-point game with six seconds to go. Connor Thompson's floater is not good. And Fulton will run out the last second of the ball game. The Steamers will win 54-240-1. 13-point win for Fulton. Keeps them undefeated at 3-0 for the week. Amagroso drops to 2-1. Probably by the time today is over, probably a plethora of 2-1 teams. Yeah, especially with how many 1-1 teams are here at the Orient 10 and 32 tip-off classic. That gives Monmouth Roseville a chance to beat uh, Mercer County tomorrow at 4.30, and maybe bring home the second-place black. Uh, very uh, good potential for that, I think. So We'll break it down on the post-game show, get a chance to talk to head coach uh, Jacob, uh, Jake Sotos 
Uh, coming up in three minutes here on 2097.7 WMOI, 5441 Fulton Beach Mama Roseville. Welcome back to Orion High School as we put a capper on uh, the Titans game three, night four of this 10-32 Orion tip-off classic tournament. The Titans go down for the first time this year, 2-1 and one now, the record for this week, and obviously for the season, 54-41 to the Colt Steamers, who improved to 3-0 and oh, as we start the post-game show, sponsored by Larris Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Larris Collision Center at 734-1949. Larris Collision Center, they've got something for everyone. And before we get a chance to talk to head coach uh, Jake Sotos, you and I will break down the ball game here a little bit, go over some point totals as well. Just your thoughts on it, Jack. You know, it was a hard-fought game. You know, both teams played with a lot of effort. And I think for Monmouth Roseville, the thing that you're going to take away from it is we just threw the ball over too much. I mean, when I don't know the exact number, but my guess is going to be probably 25 times. Is that, is that a good number? I think that'd be a good you, estimate. You know, if you're going to do that, you're just not going to win a lot of games. And for Fulton, I mean, they're a good team. And it just seemed like whenever we started to get into a rhythm offensively, which we didn't have a lot all day, they didn't make a play or they make a little run. And it, the, the margin really it got down to six, I think, at one point. But it just it, it was always that kind of that eight to ten number, and we just could never get that that flat surge to get back uh, to take the lead. But uh, those are just my thoughts tonight. The uh, the Titans had twenty turnovers in their opening night game against having an Avon, having an Avon. No disrespect to having an Avon, they're not both the Fulton Steamers. They're just they're not Fulton Steamers. And the Titans got away with it on night one, and it kind of rolls into that false sense of security. And we'll still be okay. Right. Uh, they cut down the turnovers and, and against a much better team in the Richwood Spartans. And uh, still got a 30-point lead. Still turned it over about ten times. Cut it in half, which is better. Still not great, but but not, not horrible either with ten. You could probably live with ten. You don't want ten. 25 turnovers against a team like Fulton Steamers, you're lucky. You're probably lucky you only got beat by 13. Right, and, and you know... It's just being strong with the ball. I mean, there are many times today when we're trying to make a pass and we're just lobbing it in there, and it's just not strong enough, crisp enough passes to be able to get the ball where it needs to be. And a lot of it, I think, is just slowing down. Bolton really sped us up all game long. and We just never look comfortable and just calm and cool collected with the ball at all today. But you know what? It's game three. That's the good news about all of it. And if you're Coach Sotos, you know what you got to work on coming out of a game like today because, I mean, what Fulham wants to do, they did tonight, and, and it showed. You know, I was I was going to discuss, I think, coming out of a timeout, we kind of got sidetracked or, or something, but I know you said something in the first half is they're going way too fast in the half court, and, and I started to kind of pick up on that and notice it after you said it, and they were going way too fast in the half court. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with, with being fast, but it's about being fast and controlled, and we were not controlled. And when you're fast and controlled, you, your, your eyes go, start to go down, and, and we got dribble happy, and the ball was rarely snapping around. But when it did, good things happened. And, and you know, that, that's something that if you're Coach Soto, you know, learn from, and that's what we've we got to get better at. But, you know, Fulton did to us what, what they want to do. do it, actually, Fulton did to us what, what Monmouth Rosewood does to a lot of ball clubs during the year. Right, and, you know, that that would have been my old coach, Chuck Grant. That's exactly how he wants to play is how Fulton plays. I mean, get up in you. And, you know, I know I made the reference to West Virginia and the fact that every single pass, and not just pass, but every single dribble is contested. I mean, you've you got to be strong, and it's it's not a game where, you know, you, you can you can kind of be lackadaisical. you you got to be focused at all times and strong with the ball. And, 
you know, we just we just didn't get it done today. Let's take a look at your scoring for today. Your post-game scoring update is brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, vesting in you, member FDIC. First of the Fulton Steamers, they were led to scoring pretty balanced. Four players in double figures for the Fulton Steamers. There's only 54 points on the board. 13 points for Ethan Price. Five points over his season average. 12 points for Balin Damhoff. That's nine points under his average. Then 10 points apiece from Jacob Jones and Ian Vibenga. Five points for Patrick Lower. Four points for Brock Mason. 10 of 18 from the free throw stripe for the uh, for the Fulton Steamers. And before we uh, get to the Monmouth Roseville scoring for today, we'll get a chance to talk to head coach of the uh, Monmouth Roseville Titans. Mr. Jake Sotos, Jake, how you doing, my man? Oh man, I've been better. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Uh, you know, to go into detail, but what you tell the boys afterwards? Um, just the stuff we talked about in the mornings. We got to bring it to the court, and uh, we talked about you know, not playing into how they want us to play, and that's quick. And we did. We played real quick. Uh, a lot of turnovers. I'm afraid to even look how many turnovers we had, but um, yeah, I told them to slow down, and if we if we play. You know, set up like that, and that's exactly we're playing right into their hands, and that's what they wanted us to do, and uh, we did. We just we then we got down and couldn't get back. My my brilliant color analyst, actually Jack Thompson, said that exact same thing. We just got going too fast in the half court. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jack knows what he's talking about. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it, we we did. And once we broke the press, I thought we did okay. You know, we we got in there and got some layups and uh, got good looks, but. It was it was just that those turnovers right there in that middle section, um, middle part of the game that kind of hurt. Uh, yeah, we just got too far down, couldn't get back. Yeah, the the guards looked like they struggled a little bit with full court pressure. They did. Yeah, yeah. And some of that's on me with that press break and you know just trying something. Um, and, and we'll work on it. Um, I told them if I was Mirko and we play Mirko tomorrow, and they saw that I press it again. So we'll work on it tomorrow morning and uh, and come back to the gym tomorrow and. Uh, be fresh and ready to play. What you see like? Who? Man. <laughs> That's not a trick. Not a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't a whole lot. I mean, those, those five guys on the court at the end of the game, they, they battled their butts off. Um, they were they were sprinting up and down the court ready to go. They were all over the place diving. I mean, we have a couple guys that are pretty sore in there, I know. Um, but, uh, you know, those, those five guys left it all out there. Um, and, and we got to get the other guys to kind of get in that rhythm and uh, get, get leaving everything out there as well. You know, Coach, looking ahead to Saturday and even further on down the year, how how just nice is it to play a team like Fulton? Where they, I mean, every pass contested, every dribble oh, contested. Yeah. You know, to to show your guards like, hey, look, this is this is what it's going to be like against a tough physical ball club. It, it was it was actually it, it, it was something we needed to see, and I'm glad we saw it early. You know, and being the third game because um, those first two games we didn't see the pressure like that. But and we talked about it today. They're going to get up into us. They're going to make us do things we don't want to do. You just gotta fight back, be stronger, and you know we 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 didn't we did at times, but we got against a team like that. You gotta do it for 32 minutes, and and we did. You know we did it for maybe 16. You know, and those other 16, they they, they whooped our butt. So. You're gonna see that kind of length going yeah. forward in the division absolutely. that we're in. Oh, sure. absolutely. It's, like I said, I'm I'm glad we played it early, just so we kind of see what it was like and how, how how good we are against something like that. So it's just now it's back to the drawing board. Uh, and get ready for Mercer County tomorrow. Yeah, they of course, the folks have been telling the folks all night long, they kind of changed the tournament up there a little bit, so we do know who we will play tomorrow. It'll be 430 against Mercer County, and I've uh, listened to a couple games from for Mercer County this week. They're pretty athletic, too. They are. Yeah, yeah. they got a couple, couple of good kids that can play, and uh, I have a feeling it's going to be kind of like, oh, you know, they're going to get up into it, and it's going to 
going to be another battle, and uh, hopefully we can come out of this thing three and one. Sounds good. Coach, we'll catch you tomorrow night before the uh, Mercer County uh, Monofrozo game at uh, 415 with the pregame show. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here, and uh, get some rest, and get back at it tomorrow. Will do. Appreciate yeah. it. Good to yeah. see you, Jack. Good to see you, Coach. That's head coach Jake Sotos with the Monmouth Roseville Titans. We will be back, and we'll hand out some awards, our offensive and defensive players of the game. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Back here at Orion High School to put a capper on this ball game here between the Monmouth Roseville Titans and the Fulton Steamers. Fulton gets the 54-41 win, handing Monmouth Roseville their first loss of the season. They go to 2-1 and one with one more game to play in this tip-off classic. We'll talk about that schedule in a minute, but we'll continue on with our Midwest Bank scoring update for Monmouth Roseville. Nine points for Charlie Fletcher. Nobody in double figures for Monmouth Roseville tonight. Connor Thompson with eight. Ben Anderson with seven. Six points for C.J. Johnson. Five points for Logan Bradshaw. Four points for Caleb Copeland. Jerome Jackson with two. That rounds out the scoring. The Titans were five of ten from the free throw line. Um, not totally shocking that nobody's in double figures because this, this is not a ball club that's going to have a 15-point Per night score. No, it's not. And that, you know, we touched on it earlier um, before the game. You know, this is a team that has a lot of depth. And I think, you know, if you can get, you know, five, six guys at that eight, 10, 12 range, I think that's just what this ball club is. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, Fulton with 54 tonight. That's their lowest. Uh, I guess they had 49 in the opening night against Sherrard, but, you know, the scoring was way down on opening night anyway. So. Uh, this is a team, Fulton, uh, uh, wouldn't be surprised if I checked their offensive stats a month from now, and they're up in the mid-60s averaging per ball game. It's a team that could score. So holding the 54, actually, nice night defensively. Yeah, you know, I thought we did not do a bad job defensively at all, quite honestly. You know, Fulton is, and they play a fast style. They're going to turn you over, and they have guys that can make shots. I mean, they just do. And I know you hit on this earlier in the game, but we're probably lucky that they didn't make more shots. Yes. Yeah, they made some wide open stuff. This could have been, a, this could have gotten ugly quick. And then there was points in the game where we thought Mama Frozen might get away too. But just that's what you're going to get with two quality ball clubs, right? And it was just it was a game of runs, and it was, we just never got over the hump. I mean, that's just what it came down to. And you know, Coach Soto hit on it. I mean, the hole in the middle of the game, and we just turned it over. It just came back to bite us. Could never get back back over the hump. All right, we'll hand out some awards and get out of here, clear out, and get ready for tomorrow's ball game. Our offensive player of the game is brought to you by Ben Olson Country Financial. Signing for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience. To make the right decisions, it's best to work with a professional like Ben to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. Who's our offensive player of the ball game? You know, our offensive player of the game tonight is going to be Charlie Fletcher. Charlie hit a couple of big threes that really started to swing the momentum to us, and then it got us on our little run. So I'm going to go with Charlie Fletcher, and I, yeah, I concur. We will uh, kind of discuss this, and I think, Charlie, those big threes at, at the time were pretty big. Yeah, they were, and they were really good looks. I mean, and their, their looks were even going down farther in the year. He, he's going to have to make them. I mean, to, to open up stuff on the inside, those are going to be threes that he, he's going to need to make. We're going to have to get uh, something from the three-point line other than Connor Thompson and Caleb Copeland, for sure. I mean, they're going to probably have their nights with their own, but it's, it's always good to have at least that third guy where you can count off from that arc. Right, and, and he doesn't have to be a lights-out guy, no, but right. he, it's, it's a guy that, you know, stands still and he's open. He can knock it down. That the other team's going to have to respect. Right, exactly, and... That's just so key, especially in today's game, is being able to hit standstill threes. And, you know, Charlie, Charlie did it tonight, and that, that's why he's our offensive player of the game. Our defensive player of the game, sponsored by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters, visit Clark and Glasgow Law 
Tell them who's our defensive player of the game. So our defensive player of the game is going to be Charlie Fletcher. He was drawn the assignment of Baylor Dam off the 6-6 sophomore. The team averaging 21 points, and he held him to 12, which is really good. And those were 12 hard-earned points yes. um, throughout the game. He did a really good job of being physical and getting into Dam off. And other than the two threes that he hit that were standstill in rhythm threes, everything really was tough. And he made him put the ball on the floor, and Charlie did just a really good job on him today. Yeah, half half of Dan Hoff's points came from the three-pointers, and that was like in a 30-second span. So you take out that 30-second span, he's held to six points tonight. Right, and, and Charlie just, he did a really good job getting in them and made everything tough. All right, your defensive and offensive player, that might be a first. Charlie Fletcher, and, and I concurred on both. I can't think of anybody else that uh, stood out on uh, the defensive end, at least stand out. A lot of guys play well defensively, just didn't stand out yeah. defensively. So that's going to put a camper on tonight's ball game. Your final score, 54-41. to The Colts Steamers defeat the Monmouth Roseville Titans. The Titans drops to 2-1. They have a ball game tomorrow afternoon at 4.30, taking on the Mercer County Golden Eagles. If the Titans can get the 3-1, potentially maybe take home that second-place trophy. And if Colton gets beat by Orion, um, uh, even defensively, I think the Titans are probably locked out of that one. So that's best case scenario, probably second place tomorrow. A good thing to take home. Yeah, second place in a three and one week. I think if you're Coach Sonos, you'll take that. Yeah, and you got back to back games against Mercer County. They start right back in the regular season with Mercer County at Lido on Tuesday. Wow, that's that's a fun start. <laughs> right. All right, we'll be on the air tomorrow at four fifteen with the pregame show right here on Sunday ninety seven point seven to put a capper on this Orange Football Classic. Jeff Thompson, thank you so much for joining me. I suppose you now you got now you're headed back out to Snowy. Snowy Arizona State University. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's my pleasure, Sean. Thank you for having me up there. It was a lot of fun to be able to do a ball game. Yeah, it's good to, it's good to get back in the uh, broadcast booth with you. I'm Sean Temple for Jack Thompson. Mark Meyer, a fantastic job of uh, board offing. Without our board offs, we're not on the air, and uh, you will get the game. So appreciate Mark's efforts today. Uh, tomorrow, 4.15 with the pregame show. Till then, I'm Sean Temple. Folks, have a great night.